You're listening to EcoSpeak CLE, where the eco-curious explore the unique and thriving environmental community here in Northeast Ohio. My name is Diane Pickett, and my producer is Greg Rotuno. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from local sustainability leaders and invite you to connect, learn, and live with our community and planet in mind. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. So we are about three quarters of the way through Plastic Free July, and I hope it's going well for everyone. I know it's been great for me. If you've been following this podcast on Instagram and Facebook, you've been seeing some of my Plastic Free swaps and some other fun stuff. Um, Also, check out the story that WKYC aired on July 13th. As part of their Planet CLE series, they interviewed me about the EcoSpeak CLE podcast and Plastic Free July. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking and sharing ideas with Peyton Domsky. She's the new meteorologist over there at Channel 3. Uh, she's new to Cleveland and very passionate about the environment. So welcome, Peyton. Um, our guest today is also passionate about the environment. We are wrapping up our series on plastic by speaking with Rachel Regula. She's the founder and CEO of Little Spark Refill Shop, which is Cleveland's first retail store devoted to sustainable living and zero waste. Her stores in Rocky River and Chagrin Falls offer customers a convenient way to refill household essentials and personal care products and to purchase products that are safe for us and for the planet. Hi, Rachel. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, well, I'm happy that you joined us today and um I was creeping on your LinkedIn page and I noticed that you have a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Baldwin Wallace. Do, yeah. I'm just kind of curious how you went from a political science um, career path to being a zero waste entrepreneur. Yeah. So um, during undergrad, I had full intentions to have a career where I was making a positive impact on people's lives, uh, which I thought was going to be as a lawyer. Um, so that's why I went to school for political science, but along the way I got diagnosed with Lyme disease and part of my treatment through functional medicine, uh, at the Cleveland clinic was to eliminate all of these chemicals from your body. And I was like, but why does this actually matter? And they're like, well, some of the, like some of the symptoms, if you're using products that are toxic are going to make it seem like you could have an illness. So we eliminate all of that, but along the journey of getting rid of toxic chemical products, I learned more about sustainability and why we don't want to have plastic water bottles um, because of the chemicals that can leach into your water and uh, why we want to eliminate plastic and why we want to use things that are um, reusable and not just recyclable. So I kind of like became this sustainability advocate, I guess, prior to Little Spark and was like, this is so cool. What can I do? Like, what else can I do? So I went down a rabbit hole and I found a refill shop in a different area of the country. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. Do we have one in Cleveland? And at that time it was like 2017, 2018. And I was just in my head. I thought I had to go to a corporate job and do that. So I uh, had a job in finance and in the middle of COVID, I was like, do we have a refill shop yet? Like it kind of like blessed my mind and came back and we did it. And I was at a point, which I think a lot of people were, where they're like, what makes me happy? We're stuck in our houses. Like 
we have a lot of thinking to do during shutdown. And I was like, I don't want to live this life anymore. I want to open a refill shop. That's what makes me happy. And I'm still fulfilling my goal of like making a difference in someone's life. So from there, I called my mom up and I was like, Hey, um, I'm going to quit my job (laughs) and I'm going to open Cleveland's first refill shop. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, so I told her like the concept and she's like, if that's what you want to do, then do it. Like, I'm not stopping you. So, um, from the day that I LLC to the day that we opened the first brick and mortar, um, which we originally opened in Lakewood, it was 88 days. So I was working full time and fast tracking the business. Cause I was like, this has to be done. We have to do this. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I mean, to turn it around that quickly is, is really something as well too. So people might know of your shop by another name because you had a different name when you first opened, right? Yeah. So we opened under better world refill shop. And I soon realized that while we want to create a better world, uh, the store was really making people think about what they were doing at home. It was kind of sparking their interest in sustainability and refilling. The store is igniting people's excitement for sustainability and refilling and reusing. And from there, it was like, this is what's meant to be. I, um, I was in your shop yesterday and you were there, but (laughs) I just love that. It's, it's got a really good vibe. I was in the Chagrin Falls location. It's very clean and very green feeling. And it just, I agree. It makes you want to do more when you see all the different options that you have available, not only for refill, you know, filling your, uh, personal care products and detergent and that sort of stuff, but just all the other plastic free things that you can buy once and never have to replace again. And the other thing that I really wanted to focus on in the store was um, bringing things in that were kind of hard to find. So when I was trying to go non-toxic, toxic in my home, I remember going up and down aisles at large grocery stores or just retail box stores and having to read the ingredients of every single thing. And I did not want someone to come into the store and feel that they needed to do that. Like I wanted to find quality products from the very beginning and products that you aren't able to walk into, say, a Target and find. Um, So a lot of the companies that we've partnered with for products in the store are small businesses too, other individuals that are dedicated to sustainability, products that are just really awesome and work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So your shops are filled with a variety of refill stations for like soaps and lotions and cleaning products and cosmetics. So le- how does it work? People bring in their own containers or you supply containers? Yeah. So we definitely welcome people bringing in their own containers. Um, and honestly, any container is fine. If you still have a plastic laundry detergent container, bring it in. It still has use. There's no reason to get rid of it. Or people have found really cute, like mason jar soap pumps. You can, we weigh everything first before you fill it up. So you're not having to pay for your container. Mm -hmm. Um, So we weigh it, you fill it, we weigh it one more time. And then you're just paying for the product inside of your container. And your products are all certified as safe by um, something called the Environmental Working Group. Yeah. So most of the products are going to be rated by EWG environmental working group. 
um, to be a B or above or a four and above. It's been interesting too, because people will bring in detergent container and I'll be like, let's just rate it. Let's just see what you are using and mm-hmm. see what you're using now. And it's scary because a lot of these products are bad for you, but you can also see the effects that it's having on the environment. So Tide is an F, not just because of the effect that it's having on the ecosystem because of the chemicals, but also because of the synthetic fragrances, which um, there's absolutely no regulation on what you can put into so-called fragrance. Hmm. Um, and people, I don't think, realize that. And they see, oh, it's free and clear. You, you still have some toxic chemicals in there. And what are some of your best sellers in the refill section? So definitely hand soap, dish soap, and laundry detergent. Um, the hand soap and dish soap come from another company that um, really embrace circular economy. So they ship us in plastic containers just because it's the cheapest way to ship um, across the country. But we're also able to clean them out and ship those plastic containers back to them to be refilled. Our laundry comes in 30-gallon drums. We have gotten them from a small business in California, and it's Root and Splendor. Her products are absolutely amazing, and you only need a tablespoon, which is really like mind-boggling. Hmm. <laughs> so she will ship us in the drums, and we can either ship them back, but we've actually found some people in the community that want to start their own um, rain barrel. So instead of using the carbon emissions to ship it back to California, we actually have some people on like a wait list to use them for a water barrel at their home. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. When I was in, I got the spearmint lemon hand soap, which is yeah. on my kitchen counter. I had a mason jar with a pump and, and it smells great. It, tastes, it smells like um, spearmint gum. Yeah. <laughs> so That's one of my favorites. Yeah. And so in addition to the refill area, you also have a, a half your store is devoted to things you can buy. So you don't have to use a, like a, it's a kind of a, I think of it as like a swap section. So, you know, like Swedish dish cloths, which I love because you don't have to buy disposable sponges and you can wash them and keep, keep reusing them. Um, What are some of your other favorite swaps you have in the store? So we use a dish soap block at our house now. Um, So one block is going to eliminate four plastic containers of dish soap. It lasts for a really long time. It has lemon essential oil and lemon peel in it. So it smells really good as well. My next favorite swap, honestly, is any of our on-paper products. So on-paper towels, napkins, they're all made by Marley's Monsters, who's dedicated to sustainability and on-paper products to help our uh, forests. And I will use them for a multitude of things. We have, a, there's a mason jar that I have on paper towel napkins folded up in. And then I put all purpose cleaner to create kind of like an all purpose cleaning wipe instead of using like those Clorox wipes. And then you simply just toss it in with your towels and clean them and fold them back up and reuse them. I like that. That's yeah. good. Um, I noticed um, you also had something in our previous episodes, we talked about the amount of plastic fibers that come out of the wash cycle into our waterways. And you had, um, what's the name of that thing? A Cora ball, a Cora ball. Yeah. A Cora ball that I bought that you can throw in your washing machine and it, it, how does it work? It attracts the fibers. So the inside was actually designed to be kind of like a coral reef and a coral reef is going to self purify the ocean. 
So the inside is meant to collect all of those longer uh, clothing fibers and such that would normally go down the drain. And that's, it's, it's definitely a, a unique product. A lot of people don't realize how much is going out into the water system from your laundry. And we saw products that actually like attach to your um, washing machine. And I was like, a lot of people rent or they don't want to put some big filter system on their laundry. So what's the easiest way? And we found the Cora ball and they are just so popular. I have one at my house. So it'll collect all of the uh, fibers. And then you just simply like go inside and cut it out uh, and then put them, put the fibers in the trash. Well, I, I'm looking forward to doing my laundry. Not really, but I'm looking forward to using the core ball. Oh, good. <laughs> so it works. Did I hear uh, or see on social media that you're opening up a shop in Cleveland Heights too, or a, a refill center there? Yeah. So we are creating partnership locations around Northeast Ohio to help get sustainability into the hands of more people. Uh, so Coventry was our first partnership location. We partnered with Made Cleveland. And we have a whole back wall of hand soap and dish soap and cleaning products, sustainable, um, non-single-use products. Um, and that's not the end-all, be-all for our partnership locations. I'm hoping to have a few more next year. And we're also partnering with other other organizations in the area to help people know that Little Spark is here and willing to help. Mm-hmm. I love the connection that you're building within the community. You are partnering with local recycling organizations and you're and you're doing some recycling collections at the shop. Uh, you have a repeat glass drop off, correct? Yeah, we do. Models. Uh, what else you got that people can bring in there to, to like hard to recycle materials that you're collecting? Yeah. So we have we, we partnered with repeat glass, which was a very organic partnership. I really, I saw them on social media and I said, this is literally like what we do. So I called them up and I was like, Hey, can we get some drop-offs in both locations? And it happened within like a few days. And then our hard to recycle program is actually pretty awesome and unique. Um, so we collect things like contact lenses, uh, and their blister packs, pill bottles, uh, mascara ones, and then we partner with nonprofits that are able to either use them or we send them back to the company to be properly recycled. What what happens to the contact lenses? I'm I'm intrigued about that. So those go back to Bosch and Lom and they're going to recycle the plastic um, and the aluminum from the blister packs and then properly recycle the lenses. I'm not totally sure how they do that. The ones that I like the most are going to be the ones that go to nonprofits where the pill bottles go to Matthew 25 Ministries, and they're able to um, send them to third world countries for medication distribution, which is actually like really awesome when you consider that our insurance in the United States is paying for those bottles, but there are countries elsewhere, they can't get the medication that we have access to here, and they don't have the extra funds for like pill bottles. Um, so it's kind of nice to know that they're being reused in a positive way. Then the mascara wands are really cool too. Um, those get sent off to a nonprofit and they go to animal um, rehabilitation locations to help with that. Okay. I'm, I have a, there's a little disconnect in my brain between mascara and animals. <laughs> I know. <laughs> are so, there some, you know, 
giraffes with beautiful eyelashes or I'm, I'm confused. They're going to be smaller animals. So <laughs> animals that might have like broken limbs, they can use the plastic part to help um, decrease movement or even just like brushing the animal. They're cute little like brushes. You, I've seen pictures of um, little like squirrels getting brushed with a mascara wand. It's Aww. really funny, but like super cute. That's adorable. <laughs> Check that out. Well, um, you have a whole section on your website that is uh, devoted to the various things that people can drop off at your shop when during business hours, these hard to recycle materials. Um, So let's leave with our, I'm going to leave with my top seven swaps and recommendations for, for things I do at home and products that I use. And then Rachel, can you maybe give, give us yours quick rundown and We'll throw it over to Greg if, if he wants to be put, put on the spot. So um, my top seven plastic swaps would be mesh produce bags, which you can, I think you buy in your store, buy on Amazon, um, yeah. places the need for plastic produce bags. I can buy paper sandwich bags at Giant Eagle. It's a, I can't remember the name of the brand, but you they're right next to the plastic ones. I use um, drops laundry detergent, which are sh- their little uh, pods that they ship to me in a paper cardboard box that's recyclable. So there's no plastic in that product and cleans really well. I use who gives a, tra- a crap toilet paper. You've seen the ads on social media uh, and paper towels. So they're bamboo um, toilet paper and paper towels. It comes in a huge box and it, it doesn't have all the plastic wrap around it like you would find if you bought uh, toilet paper anywhere else. And it's uh, works very well. Uh, Swedish dish cloths that I mentioned before. Um, pla- uh, compostable plastic wrap, which I can um, use if I need plastic, you know, as a substitute for plastic wrap, but I can also throw it in my Rust Belt Riders compost bin. How many am I up to? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, one more. Um, one recommendation is for plastic film that people um, can't reduce. There is a website called plasticfilmrecycling.org. You can go to that website and find local drop-off points for plastic film. Uh, for instance, it might take you to Giant Eagle that has a collection for uh, plastic film and I think bubble wrap and that kind of stuff. So. So check that out. So that's my seven. How about you, Rachel? Awesome. Um, yeah. So my seven zero waste, um, products I'm obsessed with. Um, so we use laundry strips in our home. Those are really cool. They're easy to take on vacation too. Um, because it's just a strip, uh, dryer balls have been, um, a great, tool for decreasing the dry time in your dryer. They're also really great dog toys. (laughs) Um, so foaming hand soap pods, they're made by pedal. We use those in our house too. Um, so you just drop it in, you add some warm water and it creates a whole thing of foaming hand soap, um, dip shampoo and conditioner bars. I think those are super simple. If you're not wanting to refill, um, Kate's amazing. She's created a absolutely fantastic product. Um, and our customers also love them. Um, the do mighty face serum bar I'm obsessed with. It's a little tiny face serum bar, um, that you can use on your face or your entire body. I got really 
super sunburned over Easter uh, when we were away. And I actually used it on my sunburn and it helped it heal super fast. Um, what other, I'm always obsessed with Marley's monsters. So my favorite things are probably the unpaper towels. We have a ton of them in our house. Um, and we use them instead of paper towels. Um, also the Marley's monsters, um, like wipe size for that all purpose, uh, cleaning wipe that I talked about earlier. I don't know. There's so many. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that was seven, but you, I'm sure you carry all those in your shop so we can come check those out. Yeah, we definitely do. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. I like the idea of the laundry strips because we're, we're going to be traveling at the end of the summer and th- those would be good to just pack in the suitcase if we are able to do laundry. Yeah. We won't have to pack as many clothes that way. Okay, Greg, you're up. Well, at risk of sounding like a cop out, you really did name like most of the things that we do. So um, <laughs> yeah, we, we use the same toilet paper. Yeah, the drops, the toilet paper. Um, we have a similar product where it's like a little tablet and you can put it in a bottle, a sprayer bottle with water and it becomes glass cleaner. Um, so a lot of some more sustainable options in the, the cleaning section. And then the one thing that I just have thought about a lot recently is just stop buying disposable toothbrushes. If you're like using a disposable, there are like bamboo options or something that if you have to use one that you're going to throw away, find something that's not going to like last forever. If that, you know, if you can find it and uh, also maybe just get something that you're going to use for a lot longer. So. We actually have a bamboo um, toothbrush topper for like Sonicare toothbrushes uh, that you can throw in your home compost. And those have been super popular. Oh, I oh wow. That. Yeah. yeah. Cause I have one, that exact toothbrush. And that's like the worst part about it is having to buy the big honking plastic things that. Yeah. <laughs> the big honking plastic things. Boo, hiss, boo. Well, so many great um, ideas out there. Um, and that, can I throw out something for the ladies out there? I understand that tampons is going to be the next supply chain shortage and yeah. the, the shelves here supposedly are empty. I read that on my local Facebook group. Um, so you have options for replacing those as well at your Yes, store. there <laughs> are many options uh, and we are fully stocked. So okay. we don't need to worry about a shortage. <laughs> okay. Check it out. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. I love your store. I'll be back to check out some of these other items and I wish you continued success and, and hope to see your, your um, partner locations pop up as well. Thank you so much. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of EcoSpeak CLE. You can find our full catalog of episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are available the first and third Tuesday of each month. Please follow EcoSpeak CLE on Facebook and Instagram and become part of the conversation. If you would like to send us feedback and suggestions, or if you'd like to become a sponsor of EcoSpeak CLE, you can email us at hello at ecospeakcle.com. Stay tuned for more important and inspiring stories to come.